Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game, and this week it was my turn, and I chose... Calculator 2, colon, the game. Colon, the game. Colon, the game. <laughs> that's a different game. It's a different, that's a different <laughs> game altogether. Calculator 2, the game is by New York-based studio Simple Machine, and is the sequel to, can you guess? Calculator 1, the game. Very good. <laughs> Was it Calculator 1, colon, the game? No, I guess they weren't sure whether they were going to have a sequel or not, so it was merely called Calculator. I see. The game. It was Calculator, okay. Yeah, good choice on them. They make smart, smart decisions, those guys. That's true, but, you know, searching the app store for Calculator, tricky. Right, which is probably why they added, colon, the game. <laughs> right, Get yes. that SEO optimization. How, do I, how am I going to describe this game, Sam? Uh, it is a math-based puzzle game. A math-ish based puzzle game. Math-ish based puzzle game. More, kind I of, would say like a symbol matching. Sim- you know, you know what? Okay, you know what this reminded me of? <laughs> Tell me, please, because I'm struggling. Do you know? Do you remember? Um, do you ever watch a British television show called Countdown? Of course, it's my favorite. Carol Vorderman. Where? In fact, I had some Christmas cards made. And had a picture of Carol Vorderman <laughs> with a Christmas Carol written out in the countdown letters. Is she the woman that puts up the numbers? Yeah. She's very, she's in a lot of imager and Reddit posts for the wrong reasons. Oh dear. Maybe, <laughs> also this is from about 10 years ago, so okay. my frame of reference may be completely changed. But uh, in my day, it was Carol Vorderman. Okay. So in that game, there's obviously the letters portion, right? There is. Where you have to pick a consonant and a vowel. And then you got to form the longest letter. But I was always really bad at that. It's very I difficult. Could not do it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like a special part of your brain needs to exist in order for you to get those. And I am missing that special part. <laughs> exactly. I think it's just called higher vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, I completely lack the ability to solve anagrams. Right. And then I see it, and then the person says it, and I'm like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's the main part part of my brain, which is, uh, of course, you know, I, I should have seen it all along. Be agreeing with the answer. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. Uh, but there's a secondary part of the game, which is the numbers part. Mm, there is. In which, I guess, they use some sort of computer or some high, highly trained mathematician. Or brain. Or brain, yeah. That spits out a series of numbers, right? Um... And then it shows you what the end result of that number is. Mm. So the goal of this puzzle is to try and use different operators on those numbers that are presented to you in order to get to that final number. Oh, very good, Sam. Yeah. Excellent explanation. So this is exactly what Calculator 2, the game, is like. It shows you an initial number. And it shows you not only different numbers that is presented in front of you, but different operators that you can do. But then it also shows you the goal of what number you have to get to. And then therein lies the puzzle elements. It is not merely your everyday calculator functions that turn up. As you progress through the levels, a bunch of other operators turn up, like change all the nines to ones, right. for example. Or, or just get rid of a number and a certain part of the, your, your number stack. Yeah. Or pop the numbers. What else? Oh, transform the numbers into letters. Right. One point. Uh, there's the the get rid of all of the certain kind of numbers so like remove all the ones remove all the zeros and then there's like oh some i guess no some exists already or sort appending numbers Mm. so like appending a number at the end rather than just adding a number to the actual number 
Yeah. Yeah. Different, different types of stuff, which, you know, if you're a programmer, you're pretty familiar with, but if you're not a programmer, you can get, you, you can understand it because it, it steps you nicely along the way. It is true. It is very nicely steps and you only get one or two, maybe maximum three buttons per level uh, to make your initial number tally up to the final the final number the gold number yeah and it gets a little bit complicated as you play initially when you start the game you know you have like these one or two operators that allows you to get to one goal number but then as you progress down the line uh there are two goal numbers that you need to get to at a certain amount of with a certain amount of steps that's the other thing it's like you need to perform or get to that number uh in like three button clicks yeah, that is true. And therein lies the main crux of the puzzle part. The puzzle crux. <laughs> That's a good game name. Trademark, trademark. <laughs> From seven days to play studios, it is tra- puzzle crux. Puzzle crux. <laughs> Sam, how far did you get in calculator two colon the game? Let me open up the calculator two colon the game right now. The startup is very nice. It does make me feel like I'm opening up my Casio scientific calculator. For the Americans, it would be your TI 89 or 87. Well, while that boots up, I'm going to tell you I'm on level 61. Oh, wow. <laughs> Once again, you've surpassed my my levels. I'm on level 52. Okay, still pretty Not good. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that is maybe indicative of uh, our enjoyment of the game. Yeah. I would say. There are, other, there are like little things that really added to the entire experience. Like I think... I really like the little person that's next to you. I think her, his or her name is Clicky, something like that. Or was Clicky the bad guy? So I think Clicky mm. is the bad guy. Okay. But I, <gasps> I have a feeling you that it's going to have a little a turn up. turns out, turns out this person is Clicky. Hold on. Ooh. Well, dang. Right. So Clicky we- is like a little sort of paperclip type icon that lives in your calculator, guiding you through this entire journey that is calculator to the game. I kind of wish I had that in my actual calculator in high school. Would be helpful. Would have been helpful. Would have made me cheat a lot more, but... <laughs> and there is some story about Clicky, who may or may not be that character. I, right. I still think this is merely a guide and clicky is another character that's gonna come I, up I'd, later. I'd like to believe that there is something nefarious going on. There is there's death behind those little dot pixel <laughs> eyes. Uh, no. but it's strange because with this calculator that has somehow got a sentient artificial intelligence on board, <laughs> um there is like a little sub story that's happening in which you're solving these number numbers, number problems that's allowing you to break the code that's allowing you to activate satellites around the world or deactivate satellites around the world i think it's activating i think or deact okay something yeah something something satellites you have to save the world save the world with math as the tagline tells you right so you're either activating or deactivating satellites and to do that you merely have to complete a certain number of levels i think maybe every every 10 levels 10 hold yes yeah and you get some snippet some glimpse of this story kind of between certain between some levels where right. there's like a new operator is being introduced. And so you get some spiel about something. And it's all based on this little helpful paperclip icon person telling you what's happening. So you're kind of going on the word of this little mm. evil helper. Oh, I think so it might be I like Ender's game or something. Right. Mm, in- intriguing. Well, now I really want to get to the end. So should we get into the three by threes? So three things good and three things bad. 
which we're now framing as possibilities of if you like this game or not. Tell me about those possibilities. Okay. Endless possibilities. So you'd like this game if you like bite-sized Sudoku-style type games where it's like purely number-based or like these number puzzle things where you really don't have to think anything else except for numbers um, in creative ways. So I like that aspect of this game. Like I knew exactly what I was getting into when I started butzing around with the puzzles and (laughs) you know each one might take five seconds to solve or it might take you a minute at most well hopefully at most (laughs) but some of these like are are definitely the type of puzzles where you know you'd be staring at it trying to figure out like what to do there are ways to try and overcome it but like if you just like give your mind a little bit of a break come back and look at it you're like ah the answer is right (laughs) in front of me and then like solve it in like three steps thing that happened on at least two levels for me where I was convinced there was no way to solve this level. <laughs> then I come back to it, but oh, yeah, duh, of course. <laughs> I think you might like this game if you like pick up and play puzzlers, but also that I don't know, tickle your brain a little bit more than just matching dots or... Right. Like this is actually surprisingly challenging isn't the word, but delicious. Right. There is <laughs> in a way. There is definitely something where you look at puzzles from a different as- aspect. You know those trick questions where it's like, <laughs> um, like Simon is blue, <laughs> Fisher is red, Tom is green. Oh, I can't wait to see where this goes. And I'm just yes, making yeah. it up as I go along, but like... Well, what are they? Right, Something. and like if, if the question is like, uh, what was the first, like, what was the first thing that I said? You know, and then like <laughs> the first thing that I said was actually, can I ask you a question? You know, like... It makes you think a little bit out of the normal realm yeah, of no, the problem. Um, and that's the part that really tickled me in some of these problems. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. Now. <laughs> okay, now I get it. I get you. I see what you're doing there. Clicky or not clicky, right. depending on whoever you are. <laughs> uh, second good thing that I liked about this game is that um, it did, it, if you like number problems, and I'm, I'm sure a bunch of people do because there's so many newspaper type puzzle games there's like sudoku and there's that other math game yeah Uh, if you like those kind of problems like i think this game is right up your alley like it it allows you to just like you know spend time with numbers if you like numbers and spend time with numbers in a creative way that has somewhat of a story even if you don't like number games this isn't too mathematical like at no no point it was ever too mathy i know it might sound like oh we're doing all this crazy math i feel like i wouldn't like a game like that Right. I really enjoyed this game. But knowing math does make it easier. This is true. This <laughs> yeah. is true. Although there's a limit on the number of moves you can make in a attempt, there's no limit on the number of attempts. So Exactly. You can just keep trying. So you can just keep trying. Which takes me to my negative point. Well, let's transition seamlessly. So you won't like this game if you're looking for something else other than numbers. Like I did mention that there is a little bit of a story and like you have to think of it creatively, but by, by, by and large, the, the sentiment that I felt towards the end of my playing session is like, it's all just numbers, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Dang numbers. By the, by the end of it, like I felt kind of worn out by the fact that this was just numbers. I mean, there are some letters at some point where you need to do sort of like a uh, telephone keypad style. Yeah. Mix things up a little bit, but you're, yes, it's still at the end of the day trying to get down to, to a certain number or not. Uh, I think you might not like this game if you want a coherent story. I think you don't want to think too closely about why there's a calculator that's turning off satellites, etc., etc. Doesn't really make much sense. Yeah, and I felt like 
and, and that aspect, like if you're looking, if you're the type of person that really likes more of a story based game and you see the promise of a story here, the story does come out in a trickle. So don't expect it for you. Don't expect for you to be satiated <laughs> in terms of this story uh, at a good rate. Yeah, it seems the the presentation of the game seems kind of dis, distracted, discombobulated. Nope. Dis, right. Drawn out. <laughs> uh, nope. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> Disparate? Un- uh, yeah, maybe. Unconnected, let's say. Mm. Unconnected to the story. Disconnected. There we go. Boom. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it's almost like they had this, ooh, great, this great design for like a, cal- a retro calculator thing. And then they thought, oh boy, hang on. We need to get in some story in Why there. Why is this happening? Yeah. And I mean, bravo on them for doing it. Yeah. They know, they must know Sam was waiting in the wings to play this game. Right. And <laughs> it does help for you to like, you know, get to that next milestone of like 10 problems and then I get a little bit of story. But yeah. if your main focus is to focus on the story, like you can find those kind of things elsewhere. I wouldn't look for it in this game. Uh, but more in that if you just enjoy solving math problems, like this is, this is the game for you. I was also, I felt like often I could get reasonably far just by pressing random buttons. I think that's kind of the deal with some puzzle games. Right. You just have to try all the options. Yeah. Try everything with everything. As you used to do with the old LucasArts, click and click and point and click. (laughs) Click and point and click. I like it. But yeah, and and some of these things where it was, I I was convinced that there was no solution. Mm. Like I just did that and that ended up you know, solving the problem. And I was like, how are you supposed to, how are you supposed to know that? That's impossible. You'd have to be a math genius <laughs> in order to try and figure that out. Cause sometimes, yeah, it does help in that you have a limited set of buttons, but even those buttons are so powerful that you can, you can do countless, you can, you can turn up countless num- numbers from it. Mm. And so it was just, yeah, you just have to try it all. Yeah. My final nitpick is I would like a undo one button mm. there's no uh you have to, have to reset um oh and also when you got to the final number there was maybe a second delay before the button went from clear to win to okay yeah, yeah. Or to okay you were luckily it didn't actually clear but i still found myself pressing it like oh great done it next right. oh wait oh now i have to press it but that was a minor yeah minor quibble uh, my final bad point is that you won't like this game if you plan on supporting it because I did support it from the get-go because I thought it was such a clever idea mm-hmm. to get rid of the ads. And then you still got hit with an interstitial ad about their keychains or their merch Oh, that came from Clicky. That is interesting. Yeah. You know, I, but I don't know how... I wasn't too annoyed with that. I think it was an interesting idea. I think it is an interesting idea. To try and... Because I've not seen a game kind of attempt to monetize... Uh, through sort of pushing merch. Yeah, I think merch is great. There's a shop button, which is awesome. But it'd be like in between every five or ten puzzles or so, it Mm. would stop my gameplay and show up a full screen takeover that had like uh, an intense drawing of like clicky staring at a keychain and be like, look at this (laughs) keychain, you know? Funny drawing, really cool. I think it's clever. But I really felt like, hey, didn't I pay to get rid of these interstitials? And it just felt like such an interruption of when I was just trying to play the game. I understand. But I think there is arguably a difference between random ads and then like a... A merch ad. A merch ad? I, I get know. it. I don't know. Yeah. I think I get it. The way that it was just presented felt like an ad. Yeah. And in that case, like, I don't think even selling your merch should feel like an ad. It should feel like you're supporting the product. Yeah. No, that's a good point. 
Sam, what was your final seven-day rating? Calculated to the game. Five days. Mm. I played so around much. like 10 levels per session. Yeah. Had a good time with it. By the end of it, I was like, yeah, it's just numbers. Like, okay, I wanted more story. I'm not really getting that much story. And I'm okay if I don't follow along with this because <laughs> now it's just getting like way too complex and, you know. But math is just numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Turn on those satellites. It's uh, true fact of the day. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was a six days. Mm. Yep, I enjoyed it. Happy to support them, two ninety nine in our yeah. purchase. Um, I would definitely say check it out. You can try it for free if you do want to get a interstitial app between every level. Yeah, but I think the it, but it was nicely presented. It leveled up well by the first few levels. You go, okay, yeah, I get the hang of this. Um, nice progression to it. Yeah, I'm going to keep it around for those little pick up and play moments. Yeah, I think I'm going to keep it around too. What I really liked about it were the sound effects, like the the clicky buttons and uh, the nice effect of the LCD display. You know, like the slow fade out when the screen transitions from one screen to another. Yeah. That was such a nice little touch that they added. And uh, overall, yeah, super polished. Like, love the experience of the game. Well, Sam, it falls to you now to pick our next game. And we'll find out whether I loved the experience of that game or not in seven days' time. <laughs> so, because it's, you know, I find it hard to find games now because I feel like so many of them have now moved over to Apple Arcade. Mm. Yep, it's the brand new world we live in. But this good game, or potentially good <laughs> game... <laughs> don't lead me, Sam, don't lead me. ...has not made its way over to the Apple Arcade. Uh, the game is called Bad North... Yotun mm. edition. I feel like Yotun is a uh, Scandinavian phrase or word. Bad North. Bad North. Jotun edition. Jotun edition. So the tagline is Vikings are coming. Uh, so I found out about this game because I follow this person on Twitter and he does these really cool, like procedurally generated stuff on Unity. Mm. Um, and he was experimenting with some of this stuff back in the day before this game got made and happy to see that it got made into a game because it looks pretty good. It looks incredible. Just the artwork from those little squeaky grabs. Right. And uh, yeah, I I gave this a brief go on the Switch, uh, but I'm happy that it exists on um, the iOS. Tune in next week to find out if I'm happy if it exists on <laughs> iOS. <laughs> you might be your tuned off. Before we go, Edwin, things of the week. I have fallen down the Watchmen rabbit hole. Oh boy, on mm. HBO? Mm-hmm. How is that? It is very good. I should say they are only two episodes in, so maybe they're, they're going to Game of Thrones it last season and just turns out terrible, but mm. I don't know. So far, it's strong. Yeah, and it has a female lead, right? Uh, Regina King is in there. Um yeah, it's very enjoyable. I've also started reading the comic graphic oh, novel. Oh, the comic is great. I forget the writer's name. Alan Moore. And Dave Gibbons. That's I right. Believe. Yeah. Story artist person. Alan Moore is very voiced about the whole comic book into movie mm. transition. Yes, he seems like an interesting fellow. Yeah, he's definitely very polarizing. But great comic. I love the graphic novel. I realized I've never read a graphic novel before. Oh, so you have I'm, several to catch up on. <laughs> I think there's one or two out there. 
I just think I just I just forget to look at the pictures. I oh. think my eyes are just drawn to the words. I and do- I forget to like, oh hang on, wait, what's actually happening in this picture to understand why they're talking? <laughs> That's really interesting because I do the exact opposite. <laughs> like I end up not reading any of it and then just look at the pictures and then realize someone died and I'm like, wait, what happened? <laughs> I have to backtrack and mm. read because, yep. you know, reading's tough. <laughs> I have also fallen into the HBO hole of Barry. Mm, that's an interesting show. Right. Because uh, Sandra is now watching Succession because Succession is said to be an amazing show. Yeah. So I tried to start it, found it way too stressful. You did not succeed. I, <laughs> I was really stressed out just by the first episode. And <laughs> I know it's going to be like super dramatic super high tension. And so I was like, you know, I'll just check out Barry. It seems like a pretty fun rock. I mean, I'm not sure that's any better. <laughs> I know and it's not, but it's a little bit better. Cause it's like 30 minute episodes. Um, I really like, uh, I like the main actor in it. He, I didn't know that he directed it. Oh, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Oh, okay. Not the bald guy. Not the bald guy. I'm kind of love him too. though. <laughs> yeah. The Chechenian, yeah. right? He's great. He's like such a fantastic little side character actor that I didn't realize that I'd love. Uh, yeah, so I've fallen into the berry hole. So <laughs> it's it's good. As they say. <laughs> are you aware of the British show? Because I know you are quite the British aficionado. Aficionado, thank you. Mm. Uh, Peep show. Yes. Mm. Well, the co-creator of that is the showrunner of Succession. Oh, really? Wow. So it, I mean... I think that's often what they don't tell you. Is actually Succession is quite a funny show. It is a funny show. Yeah. But, but it's also stressful and yeah, kind of crazy. But. Yeah. About like family politics, which is oh. very, very stressful. And Kevin Culkin is pretty good in it. He's very good. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like the perfect person that you love to hate. <laughs> yes. And he's he, supposed to be such a fun role to play as an actor. He plays it so well. <laughs> I mean, every character on there is kind of the character of like the, well, like, yes, yeah, so he's true. Yes. They're all awful. um finally my second thing of the week is a podcast called you're wrong about oh so Mm. two journalists uh michael hobbs and sarah marshall i remember their names because they have such memorable names michael hobbs because helen like calvin and hobbs Mm. and sarah marshall because forgetting sarah marshall Marshall, yeah luckily you remember sarah marshall i know you remember forgetting sarah marshall's Yes, I remember. But they have a podcast called You're Wrong About in which they take like popular news items or stuff that's been around in the news and actually do journalism behind it. So they go in, research and find out all the stuff that's, you know, a normal journalist is supposed to find and just speak about it very openly. Uh, The latest, I think it might be more than a two-parter, but the two-parter is uh, about OJ Simpson and Mm. all of the facts that sort of revolve around this case. If you have any apprehension about whether or not you might have thought maybe OJ is innocent, I'd (laughs) love for you to just listen to this because I had no idea uh, of all the facts that sort of surrounded around it. And by the time, like, you know, I came to the States and all, like it was sort of past and there's no reason for me to look into it. But this is absolutely fascinating. Mm. Um, Check it out. It's uh, you're wrong about. Yeah, I have actually some of those episodes downloaded. I have not yet listened to it. But it seems like they kind of explore the idea of what a collective consciousness is and like how media portrays a certain event in history mm-hmm. and how, well, in the common knowledge, is often something you're wrong about. Yeah, exactly. Like I've heard that the Satanic Panic episode is a very good one mm. to start with. Um, so I've got that downloaded. Well, thank you, Sam. I'll bump that up in my queue 
So thank you for reminding me. That's very good. These two are like, they speak very well. And I think that they have like such a good rapport with each other that it's just like really fun to listen to. Right. That's always good. Much like this show. Mm. Great content. Seven days to play. Check it out. (laughs) (laughs) So you can play along with us at home as we take seven days to play. Bad North. Your tune edition. And follow us at seven days to play and all that stuff. And tune in next week. Seven days to play. Seven days to play.